What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? Can you help? Can you help me? Can you help? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Self Helpless. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And we have a doozy of an episode for you today. <laughs> I'm already sure nervous about it. Uh, Are you already worried about it, I'm Taylor? I'm already worried. Uh, this, I'll is Kelsey's, see out. this is Kelsey's <laughs> pick. It sure is, guys. Oh, it, <laughs> it sure is. When you said we're, we should do an episode on worrying, I was like, oh my God, yes. And also, like, <laughs> have oh, not? have we not? Yeah. Done it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, before we dive into it, though, we do have a Patreon announcement that we're okay. very excited about. Uh, so, exciting news about our Patreon community community we now have two tiers to choose from our helpsters tier and our type a plus tier basically you're getting all the cool stuff of the this is how we live now tier which was $40 a month and now you get everything for $25 a month so if you've been thinking about a good time to join patreon now is an excellent time to do so yeah. uh, so we've decided to lower the price uh, to make it more accessible for our listeners we have heard your feedback and we have structured some things for you the helpster tier receives two b- bonus episodes every month uh, where we respond to your emails and share aspects of our personal lives that we do not discuss on the public podcast and then our type A plus tier receives those same bonus episodes along with one-on-one rewards uh, from us, which include Face and Space with Kelsey, where Kelsey answers your top three beauty, grooming, and feng shui questions, creative consulting with myself, where I would give you advice and feedback on your creative endeavor uh, in a 15-minute video call, and Tangents with Taylor, where she sends you a personalized video shout-out. Uh, so, and you can still get four tickets to any and all of our headlining shows for life. You can have up to four tickets to a show every single weekend. Uh, you can call into the show where we respond to your voicemails live on Self Helpless, 
And we have something called Helpster's Choice, where you get to choose an episode topic for self-helpless every single month. So now's the time to do it, guys. You get all that for 25 bucks. And uh, yeah, we are only 57 patrons away from hitting our big, our first big goal of 500 members, where we're going to be doing a live stream Q&A for you all on Patreon. So definitely join before we hit 500 so you don't miss that fun, hot mess of a night that we do. It'll be a good time. And that first tier is only five bucks, by the way. Yes. It's just five bucks. You get two bonus episodes. It's a great way to spend five bucks a month. Exactly. And hang out with us a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we restructured for you. So it's a lot more uh, affordable and accessible for everybody now. Yeah. yeah. Check it out if you guys want. Patreon.com slash self helpless. Uh, do you guys want to do a quotable? Yes. This is a very um, applicable quote for today's topic. This is from the old Dalai Lama. If a problem is fixable, if a situation is such that you can do something about it, then there is no need to worry. If it is not fixable, then there is no help in worrying. There is no benefit in worrying whatsoever. Uh, Well, doesn't that sound nice and easy? (laughs) (laughs) For the Dalai Lama, I bet it is. I bet it is. Boy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Kelsey yesterday uh, texted me and Taylor and asked us if we could get our top three topics basically that we worry about and i was like top three oh, worries top three oh worries my gosh. like only three i have a hundred immediately <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had to really weed them out <laughs> i know that's so hard i mean kelsey what are your top three so do we want to just get right into uh i would like to start with your top three okay okay we can do that um i would say my number one thing i worry about is what people think about me okay huh and i mean yeah. that stretches far and wide that's a very like large umbrella worry but I think a lot of my day-to-day worrying can be stemmed back to what people think about me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do either of you like resonate with that? I probably worry about that. My number one is uh, safety. My number okay. one is like something terrible is going to happen to me or someone I love. Got it. Number one is death. How about you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, well, uh, my number one is not having enough time to do everything that I want to do. And having to prioritize constantly because I literally want to learn everything that there is to know on the planet and go everywhere and do and I you can't it's kind of um that's why I really like that quote you can do anything but you can't do everything I don't know who that's Mm. from but like that is so true yeah and so my thing is I have like this urgency that I I I have so many ideas and I want them all out right now and I can't (laughs) and that drives me nuts right so not enough time is my biggest worry okay. Yeah, I would say number two is what yours is for number one, Tay. The safety, um, death, getting a crazy disease, having some sort of severe allergic reaction. Um, Mm. We touched on, you guys remember when I opened up about like my OCD period I went through in high school where I was afraid that my water got poisoned? Oh, yes. Do you remember that? Was that on Patreon? It may have been. I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't. think at the time i was maybe comfortable talking about it on the main one but i don't mind now but like when i was in high school i was not in a great place mentally um for a period of time and i uh flew to europe and i think it was after i had seen have you guys seen casino royale the james bond oh yeah with daniel craig and his water gets poisoned and it like he goes into cardiac arrest mm-hmm. and that just really fucked me up I like watching that. it it oh. that scene really scared me and uh i was traveling to europe and i was in the airport and i realized that my backpack was like slightly open and i got this crazy catastrophizing thought in my head that somebody 
could have gone into my water bottle and like poisoned my water. Wow. And so I didn't drink any water on the flight from uh, Spokane to Europe. And oh then I got gosh. very, very sick in Europe oh. because I was like severely dehydrated. Oh my gosh, that oh, sounds no. horrible. Not even water from like the um, flight the attendants? Stewardess? No, I um, I yeah, think I could have s- been in on it. I, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't even remember, oh, uh, but I think I slept most of the flight. So I just wasn't like... Yeah. yeah. So Man. I've no been, I've been some Bond places for in my mind that was yeah. not a good, uh, good period of time. It was during like after I got all my allergy tests done oh, yeah. and the doctor did not have very good bedside manner and was basically just like, you can't, you should get rid of all your pets and you should live in a bubble. And I just, I felt at risk of dying all the time. Yeah. And then the manicure tool thing happened. And then I was afraid of chemicals because of that. Because that was part of like why my vagina swelled shut. That's a whole other story. Oh I, we can't gosh. get into that whole thing. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Yeah. If you What's, search, yeah. uh, this is not happening. That story comes up. Uh, well, I mean, allergies are just really just God poisoning you. All the so time. It's completely fair. Yes, all <gasps> yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, so I think I have like a huge catastrophizing tendency with health mm. and like dying and safety, getting in, you know, lifts and Ubers, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. How um, about you guys? What's your number two? Number two for me is that I'm not doing enough. Wait, isn't that your That's number one? That's the same well, thing. No. Number one is that I won't, I won't have time to do oh, everything. Oh, then it won't be your fault. <laughs> number two is that it'll be your number, fault. Number, number two <laughs> is that I am not doing enough at this moment, like at all times with all the things that I want to do. And I constantly okay. have to remind myself that, okay, I can only do one thing at a time. Obviously, I'm afraid of death, but that for me is, feels like another category of like I'm constantly i'm like walking a fine line between an existential crisis at all times yeah but for me as a functioning human this is what i worry about oh okay so yeah i'm not doing enough things all right wow because i have so many on my list healthy yeah these are so different (laughs) than how i feel about worrying i worry about how many reps i did in the gym okay (laughs) relax all right yeah what's your number two Tay? my number two uh is that people are lying to me or that people aren't who I think they are or what they're, how they're presenting themselves. Interesting. That's my number two. I think I worry about that a lot. Um, Mm. people's like people's intentions. I think I'm suspicious of people's intentions. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, cause I don't want to be wrong. Yeah. I don't want to be dead or wrong. Okay. (laughs) If I'm dead wrong. Oh boy. Oh my God. Oh, Oh, Aaron laughed at that one. That felt good. (laughs) Aaron likes that was such a dad joke. I'm so sorry. Oh, that was awful. Oh man. What's number three for you, Kels? Um, the more I think about it, the more I feel like it does just tie back into being worried about what people think of me, but looking, really stupid or like really silly um like letting my guard down and not appearing perfect Mm. so i caught myself this was after we decided we were going to be doing this episode i was writing in my journal and i went to say i can't remember what i was going to say in my journal but i had the thought no don't write that because that looks like too goofy or weird. And when you die, somebody might read your journal and think you were weird. And I was like, what in the actual <laughs> fuck oh, is happening in my mind? Yeah. If my own journal isn't a safe space for me to be myself and relax, then mm-hmm. where the fuck can I be? My, I mean, like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why but I can't journal. Didn't, didn't you say that? Yeah, I don't like, like uh-uh. I don't like journaling at all because I just, and this is not healthy, but yeah, no, I don't, I feel unsafe that all my, all my deepest, darkest shit is like in a book that somebody could potentially stumble upon. 
Uh, wow. So I make it purposely illegible so I can't oh, go back wow. and read it even. So it's for me, it's just like an exercise of like getting things out on paper and then I cannot even read it when I'm done. That's so oh, interesting. See, this is, what okay, is national wrong with treasure? Us? This is not okay. Like that's just yeah. I don't have that. This upsets me. This upsets me because I also think that like I know this is a large generalization and there's probably a lot of gray area, but I also feel like there are people in this world who are just like anxiety prone people, and mm-hmm. there are people who are not. Yeah. Like I feel like I don't meet a lot of people in the middle. It's either no. like. I know people who for sure have anxiety and deal with a lot of worrying. And then people like my husband, other guys I know, other mm-hmm. women I know who Cam. just, yeah, d- the things I worry about, yep. not even a thought on their mind. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. here I am feeling like I can't journal in my own home because when I die, somebody might be like, oh, that was a weird squibble she did. I <laughs> wonder what that meant. No one fucking cares. I know. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Well, yeah, I guess, I mean, everything, I'm sure everything that I'm afraid of too is also maybe caring what people think not having enough time to do all the things or if i'm not doing enough i'm sure that's somehow connected to what i receive in return Mm. of doing stuff yeah you know Mm. i do think it's personally validating just like to do it but i'm sure it's a lot of external things too yeah i'm sure it all relates to is your number three that you're worried other people are gonna think you won't have enough time to do what you want to do <laughs> is that what you're it doing? Should be. Actually, my number three is that I'll never have enough money to do everything I want to do, or go everywhere you just I want to go. Do you much shit? I, want, a, I am a doer, man. This is the shit I worry about constantly. Is that I'm never gonna have enough money. I'm never gonna have enough time, and I'm never gonna get to all the things that are on my freaking list, which is like a seventy-page Google Doc long of things that I want to do in yeah. my lifetime. Yeah, my God. yeah, I know it's That's a, a lot. lot of yeah. pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm constantly oh, spiraling. Always, always. I've oh, got to step back and look, okay, I can only do this thing, this one thing right now. I can get to everything else later. I have to tell myself I can get to it later or else I will be in a constant state of, you know, pacing around the apartment. Yeah. Have you Not always been like that? that? Uh, yeah. I've always had way too much going on and piling more on it and because I just have like this urgency and I'm sure it's probably stemming to my, from my fear of death that I'm always yeah. thinking about is like, look, I don't know how much time I have here. So I better oh. get all this shit done immediately. Yeah. And that's why sometimes I have to kind of step back and say like, I can't rush this thing. I can't rush this process. Um, yeah. And so I have tried to kind of, I often try to fast track things because of that. I wonder mm. if death is actually your number one. Probably. And yeah. then that makes all these other things like, I got to do it now because this is coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks for being. trying to frame it so cool, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. You guys found me out. Thank God. You guys found me out. My number three, yeah, is, number three. Uh, is that I'm not good enough, I think, at stuff. Mm. Like, I'm not, I just get in these things, but like, I'm not good enough for my job. I'm not good enough of a sister or partner mm. or whatever else. Mm. Um, you know, so that's mm. probably a constant worry of mine. And then when I fall short, I'm like, say, oh, self-fulfilling you know? prophecy. Yep. But it's not. It's just you being human and you're not right. going to be yeah. right, right. right all the time. Yeah. I just wanted to share a couple stats about worrying. So um, 31% of Americans experience an anxiety disorder at some point in their life. Uh, almost 50% of people suffering from depression also suffer from an anxiety disorder. 
uh, and anxiety disorders incur an annual cost of over $42 billion in the U.S. Ooh, Jesus. Wow. That's upsetting. Whoa. That is. I'm glad someone's making money. <laughs> <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Um, so we want to today kind of like understand why we worry, the negatives of worrying and how to improve your anxious thought patterns if we can. We yeah. all hold oh hands together gosh. this episode. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like all of my thought patterns are anxious. Did we repost that thing, all the types of thinking? Um, the, the one I posted. Did you post it? I posted that on Instagram over yes. the weekend. Oh my gosh. Okay. Neil Brennan. Yes. Posted I it. screenshotted that. Yeah. You put it in your story. I put it so in the gross. self-helpless Instagram story as well as an Instagram post. If okay, you are following self-helpless podcast on Instagram, by the way, you should. We're it's it's a ton of great stuff on there. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. But this was like, yeah. I mean, real quick, because if you haven't seen it, just I'm gonna go over it really quickly. I do all of these things. These and are explain like, again as a chart of yes. self-destructive or destructive thoughts destructive thinking styles okay so like one all or nothing thinking Mm -hmm. uh, a mental filter which is only paying attention to like our failures and not our successes jumping to conclusions which is like fortune telling telling and mind reading emotional reasoning uh assuming that because we feel a certain way we must think it it must be true labeling assigning labels to ourselves or other people over generalizing disqualifying the positive catastrophizing uh shooting and musting Mm. and personalization this is all my fault okay that's i read that and i i literally sent it to dustin this week i said this is just all the ways to think um (laughs) there's not one thing on here i was like i don't do that i do this is all i do is this chart yeah yeah i have the buffet as well oh Mm. my god what do you identify most with though i'm definitely I mean, that's like asking me to pick my favorite child. (laughs) You're an all or nothing the most. I'm all or nothing the most, I think, or catastrophizing. Mm. Okay, yeah, you know what? I might be those two also. Um, Yeah, all or nothing. You're right. That's probably what I am. And then I think I I blame myself for a lot of stuff if If, I can't figure something out. So the personalization, this is my fault. Blaming yourself for taking responsibility for something that wasn't completely your fault. Okay. Hmm. I think a lot of perfectionists probably struggle with all or nothing or black or white thinking because the idea of perfectionism is like, if it is not done perfectly, then it is 
horrible. Yup. There's no like grace period or like, oh, well, I just made this one flaw. Everything else was fine. It's like, if it wasn't perfect, then you might as well quit. I think the should or must is probably uh, one I identify with the most. Oh, yeah. I should do this. I should do this. I'm, uh, you know, and it's like, well, I don't really have to. I just really want to I, th- I think it would look a lot better if i did x y and z but the <laughs> other person it. probably does not give a fuck if i do x y and z they just really need the information quickly and concisely yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah i do a lot of shitting like you should just be able to do this like you should just be in this place you should mm. just mm-hmm. be at this level you should be whatever and i oh my gosh in the last year i have just realized i can't do that to myself anymore because it doesn't do me any good I always, I still yeah. make mistakes. Like I still fuck up, right. but I, that, but thinking that way makes you feel like you're protecting yourself from fucking up, right? And but you're it totally not. Actually, makes it feel worse. Yeah, because then not only if it like doesn't go the way you want, do you feel bad? But then you're also like, and you were supposed to do it like this. And it's like, well, yeah. what? Now that's like all these other levels of feeling bad that you don't need. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. We want to look into uh, why we worry for a second. Worrying is an attempt at dealing with uncertainty. And uh, we talked a lot about uncertainty Mm -hmm. versus certainty a couple episodes ago. Um, Worrying can be an attempt to prevent bad things from happening, kind of like what you're saying, Tay. Uh, Mm -hmm. Catastrophes, breakups, career failures, health issues. Uh, Worrying can be an attempt to solve problems of daily life, like at work, at home, friends and family. Um, And I know that that's, you know, we talk about being control freaks here Mm -hmm. on the show, being very type A. Uh, Apparently me, way more than you guys, which still (laughs) baffles me, according to the Facebook group. But um, I do think worrying like you said, Tay, gives you this safety net of, well, if I'm thinking about it, then that must mean I'm doing something to protect myself from. Yes, it's not going to happen if I think about it. It makes sense that this is instilled in us for survival. I mean, back in the day, we had to always make sure that there wasn't a freaking tiger coming out to to eat us, you know? So it's like, hey, stay up and worry because it'll keep you alive. It'll keep you alert. It'll it'll keep you coming up with solutions if shit happens. Right. But we don't need it anymore. The tiger's not around anymore. I mean, they're there, but they're in, you know, we're (laughs) in separate locations now. But now they have Tinder profiles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a throwback from a while ago. Is it? I don't know. I've never been on Tinder. Did you talk about getting uh, followed by a wolf or something? Oh, that was on Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Uh, Yeah, just that everyone who always messages you, uh, has a wolf drawing <laughs> as their profile yeah. picture and you're like oh is a wolf trying to eat me yeah some like yeah. deranged cartoon yeah uh, yeah um, we just don't need this shit anymore like all these survival you know instincts that we have we just don't need it anymore for the right. modern world do you yeah, i eat? do feel like i just live in a state of fight or flight when, yeah. when i first started going to therapy again she was like yeah you're just like always firing on that and i'm like oh this is exhausting mm. yeah that's a lot. Um, do you want to read the benefits and negatives of worrying? Sure. Mm-hmm. Benefits of worrying. Worrying may spur a person to take action and solve a problem. The uncomfortable emotions that come with worrying may cause people to take action and get rid of their discomfort. Worrying may help people remain focused on the stressor in need of fixing. See, it's motivating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to an extent. See, this is why it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Because my therapist has asked me, like, what like how is worrying serving you how does this positively serve you and i can think of examples sometimes where like because i was worrying or being overly obsessive about about something i did it well or i did it right yeah Yeah. because i cared 
Yeah. Right. But yeah. Where do you draw that line? Yeah. Mm. For me, it's like, okay, if I'm worrying about something, how can I come up with a plan really quick to like prep, prep for that happens? Mm-hmm. And once I feel like I come up with a plan, it's, I shouldn't, I should not continue to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. It should probably, you could put it to rest now. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's healthy, I think. So you yeah. can worry. Like, again, we should bring back to the worry appointment that my, yes. my therapist recommended is like, look, if you find yourself just like, low grade worrying constantly every day all day oh yeah give yourself a 10 to 15 minute worry appointment daily or weekly whenever you need it for me i usually like put it at like 3 p.m every day uh so for the entire day i'm just like if i catch myself worrying i'm like oh you can do this later remember you have your, your appointment and it helps you get focused hmm. on what you actually need to be doing and then by the time the appointment rolls around you may or may not need it anymore because you feel good so sometimes i take it and sometimes i don't but you don't go over more than 15 minutes she said or else it becomes like compulsive and you don't want to be doing that so it just gives yourself like let's check in and worry about some stuff what am i worried about okay boom 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 all right we're done yeah do you ever worry that you won't have enough time to worry about (laughs) everything you want to worry about never told us that (laughs) never let that go i'm so sorry that was a bitch move um the negatives of worrying i feel like we probably all know these but worrying can negatively affect your sleep schedule and immune system yeah been there done that done it uh (laughs) worrying thought patterns can spiral and cause emotional or situational paralysis oh my god spiraling thoughts may prevent you from taking action oh my god worrying is uncomfortable and may incite a negative emotional state that's so true because sometimes worrying is a motivator like we talked about in the positives of worrying that you can go oh i'm worried about this so i'm going to do something to ensure it doesn't happen and sometimes that actually does work yeah like not getting murdered exactly there you go yeah but sometimes if you are in such a state of like spiraling workaholic burnout all that you just feel like frozen i I can't move i can't do anything because i'm so overwhelmed and then nothing's getting done right do you feel as you know you guys are both also anxious types the people in your life who are not anxious types do you ever feel like you're worrying spills out onto them i cut those people out (laughs) (laughs) dead to me that's what i do (laughs) see i can't not like because i know kane doesn't worry about things yeah. Then that makes me worry on his behalf. Oh, there are oh, no. My worrying is boundless. You take on <laughs> the burden. No bounds. He got a parking ticket like a month ago, and it was just sitting on our counter. And I was like, "Why do I have a feeling like he's not going to remember to pay this by the deadline?" Sure enough, mm-hmm. it was like two days before. And I was like, "Hey, remember this is coming?" Oh. He's like, "Oh yeah." He went up. He tried to pay it. There was like a technical difficulty, and he was like, oh, "I'll just have to call them tomorrow." And then tomorrow rolls around. And I'm like, hey, did you do it? And he's like, oh, no, I'll do it right now. But I'm like, if I had not worried on your behalf, yeah. right, you would have had to pay more money. And like yeah. that shit drives me fucking crazy. But I don't think I'd want to be with somebody who is also as neurotic as me. I don't know. That's Sometimes nice. that sounds nice. <laughs> I think that'd be nice if I was. I, I, that's not true. I've dated one person who is as neurotic as I am. How would that go? It was great. It's the best relationship <laughs> I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We're still friends. He's crazy. It's the best. I can't even picture what that would be like. Ooh, I don't know if I could do it. Oh, I don't know. It helps. Yeah. I I don't know. I I see pros and cons. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, yeah, I definitely do some of that for Cam. Yeah. Uh, It's more so instead of his own stuff, it's it's, if we're doing something as a couple. Like, you know, okay, we gotta, we gotta probably book those, those uh, flights for the wedding we're going to, or we gotta probably figure out the hotel room or like all that type of stuff. So if, if it includes, 
my schedule some some way, then I worry about it or I like talk about it. But I'm like, you know what? This is on you. Like he had, he's doing. Uh, he got summoned for jury duty. Poor Kim. Um, yeah. But like I, you know, I could constantly like, hey, don't forget, don't forget. But I'm also like, I have so much shit up here. I just I can't. And I'll be like, I'll put it here where he can see it. And, you know, I might point to it every once in a while, but yeah. other than that, like, that's your shit. <laughs> and, um, and if it's, if it's, if it's our stuff, then I'm like, okay, uh, I don't mm-hmm. mind either mentioning it like quickly or immediately, or I'll wait and to see if he does and if, if he takes care of it. And it kind of yeah. depends on the, the priority of what it might be. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's tough though. With stuff like that. I mean, I guess I'm talking more of like a generalized sense of anxiety I feel yeah. like I can make other people uncomfortable. So, like, if I'm super nervous about something, I want the other person to be nervous too, so that I have some, oh. I have a friend. <laughs> you know, like, oh, see, like I would hate that. Oh. I do love that Kane is so chill. Like that energy in the house is really helpful to me to have somebody that's not like, like yeah. me. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like, when you guys fight, is he as worried about fixing it right away as you are? I mean, he likes to just really draw it out. <laughs> yeah, that's a chill. It, which I fucking hate. <laughs> hate. We've had about time limits on fights. Yeah. Like, that's, like, an actual conversation we've had. Because he, be, he could be good for, like, a couple of days just, like, letting it draw out and just, you know, power move. I'm like, uh-uh, fucker. Like, yeah. you, oh, get, you get a couple hours and then we I'd have to resolve it. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I couldn't do, the chill. Like, I want someone else who's like, yeah, we got to fix it. We got to fix everything. Like, that's... (laughs) Yeah. It would be a happy medium. I don't know. Like, Cam is is very chill, but he also told me that he has uh, some anxiety recently. I'm like, what? About what? I've never... When did that... (laughs) It took you over three years to bring this up. Maybe he was just trying to, uh, um, you know... Relate? I don't know. Or just like... (laughs) I think maybe back up like why he smokes so much weed. You know oh what I mean? Like God. I think I think oh probably, Lord. I think it could Amazing. have been related to that. Like oh no, I'm super anxious because you know that's why I need this so much. Um, no, I, I'm not really sure, but he was telling me about like certain thoughts he has. I'm like oh that does sound like an anxious brain, but like you don't you don't show that yeah. at all. He's like well Sounds I just like you someone know. read an article. <laughs> <laughs> sure does. <laughs> it's like maybe he just has these thoughts and just doesn't. Uh, act on anything like he just has these thoughts but still remains on the couch while i have these thoughts and have to get off the couch and clean the entire apartment Mm, so maybe we just you know deal with it in different ways yeah maybe we medicate differently too or like cleaning is really like soothing for me and for him lighten up a fat j does it so you know (laughs) i don't know we all we're all different a little madden huh (laughs) carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you because at carmax we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car you should love your car that's why every car we sell is carmax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer so don't settle find love at first drive and start shopping now at carmax.com carmax the way car buying should be okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, so uh, we've got a couple things that might help you guys, hopefully helps us. Uh, five ways to improve your anxious thought patterns. Number one, stop the adrenaline, focus on your breath. When you're worried, your body releases the fight or flight hormone adrenaline, which is what causes the physical symptoms of stress. So practice deep breathing. This will help lower your heart rate, relax your muscles, and help slow your racing thoughts. Here's the problem. <laughs> I, I love me an adrenaline rush. Oh. And I have a low grade, like, trying to keep that buzz going all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Like, I seem pretty, I think, type A and, like, oh, I don't really do drugs. Like, I, you know, smoke weed here and there and I, I drink here and there. But, like, I am addicted to adrenaline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want it all the time. Yeah. Morning, noon, and night. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm constantly mm-hmm. having to remind myself to breathe. Yeah. Especially <sighs> if I'm in a, in a state of, like, overwork or, like, mm-hmm. I know I'm freaking on fire doing something. I have to f- remind myself, okay, you need to take a second right now and yeah. take a deep breath. Yes. It does change things if you just breathe deeply for, like, ten full breaths. You do, <sighs> yeah. like... You kind of just stabilize a little bit. Yeah, stabilize is a good word. Mm. It doesn't fix things, but you do stabilize. Yeah, you're yeah. less like, I'm less yeah. like on edge, I feel yeah. like. I feel like the plane is still crashing, but like the landing gear's out, <laughs> you know? There's a chance. Yeah, we're going down hard, but we, you know, we might. Your parachute was working. <laughs> yeah, maybe. there we go. That's what it is. Uh, another way to improve your anxious thought patterns, write down what you were worried about and what you're grateful for. Oh, I like that. Uh, an associate professor in psychology at the University of Chicago says that writing down your worries might be counterintuitive, but it's almost as if you empty the fears out of your mind. Could not agree more with that. That's a great one. Uh, and then another bit of research, research proves that simply writing down who and what you are grateful for triggers positive health benefits. That's true. Anytime I've written down like a gratitude list, totally helps. Instant. Yeah. Instant. Instant. Yeah. Yeah. I do the writing down things I'm worried about or things that I'm depressed about. Mm. If I'm journaling and I feel like everything is coming at me, I'm like, I just feel weird. I will just stop doing the free flow journal, whatever, and just make a list of like, this is worrying me. This is worrying me. This is making me sad. It mm. really does empty your brain out. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just look look it all in the eye. Yeah, you're facing it head on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense to me. Um, yeah, I do. Instead of writing everything down, I'll just think of it really quickly. I think I told you if you, you write this. it down, someone might find it. Exactly. <laughs> I got to make it a legend. I'm grateful for Cam. <laughs> yeah. Journal so like I, national treasure. It's like yeah. a code. <laughs> some crazy shit in there you guys uh yeah no i just i don't know i i just i've never been in the habit of journaling and so for me it doesn't it doesn't feel like a it's not my natural go-to yeah. but what i do like is just wake up in the morning think of i think i told you guys this think of something that i'm grateful for yesterday think about something i'm grateful for right now think about something i'm looking forward to tomorrow mm-hmm. just i like, like that boom 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 done yeah, done done those are good that's, that's great. It. I like that. That's my shortened version of uh, morning pages. Yeah. <laughs> you're, uh, you're efficient minimalist. Yeah, exactly. Jesus it Christ. Is. All my shit is digital now. <laughs> like, oh, none, of my, none of my practices require any paper or pens of oh any kind. Even my worry appointment. I don't write the worries down. I just think about them and then oh. I put them away. On my, my you know god mm-hmm. you're so it's just <laughs> you <laughs> you crack me up i mean what if that makes you feel good then i'm, okay, I'm not knocking it yeah you yeah. just make me laugh 
yeah. how efficient you are. You don't need any materials. Um, <laughs> what are we on now? You a tree's do. not going to die on behalf of my fucking fears. <laughs> <laughs> Want to know the eco-friendly way to not worry, people? <laughs> oh Hit my me gosh! Up. Uh, uh, another we... thing you can do is practice mindfulness and meditation. Mindfulness techniques involve non-judgmental awareness of present thoughts and emotions. This practice fosters cognitive awareness of the emotions and thought patterns linked to a person's worries. So this can enable a person to move to more easily disengage from a worrying cognitive loop. Yeah. I talked to my psychiatrist about meditating and she was like, you know what? She's, I was like, I have real trouble meditating. She goes, yeah. She's like, sometimes it doesn't always help someone who's super anxious because mm. if you get like quiet and still, you'll, she's like, sometimes I tell my clients with really bad anxiety to like run around the block or like do a crab walk across the floor or something because mm. getting that like nervous energy really? out is more helpful than like trying to sit quietly hmm. and not mm. think about anything. Um, not to say that that's the case with everybody. I've definitely tried meditating before where it did help but like yeah a lot of the time i feel like for me if i'm trying to meditate maybe i need to meditate proactively instead of reactively because if i do it while i'm already anxious about something which is always mm. then uh i i get like it, i feel like it makes it almost worse hmm. i think what you said there though is not trying to think about anything which i've heard is not what you're supposed to do for meditating or you're not supposed to put any kind of like restrictions I, or restraints on it you just sit there try to you're trying to like empty your mind let the thoughts come in okay you know what i mean you just kind of let it be there yeah there's no i think that's like a huge misconception with meditating it's not like i will have no thoughts right for an hour right thoughts will continue to come but you just notice them they say on the headspace app that it's like like clouds moving through the Mm. sky like they will keep moving through your Mm. thoughts will you're just like oh i might die <laughs> yep. Look at that little cloud. That's interesting. <laughs> Everyone may be lying to me. Yeah. All right. That's cloud cool. is shaped like a bomb. Nice. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I I really think I think you would benefit maybe from trying meditation again. Yeah. All right. If you just baby step, headspace is really helpful. I yeah. think there's also a huge benefit in like getting out and moving, but mm-hmm. combination of both. Yeah. I yeah. like meditating. I yeah. do. I find it helpful. It makes okay. me less reactive during the day because you can see all these thoughts coming and you can you can feel all them. And then it's like the longer you sit there, you're like, oh, I'm still alive. And these thoughts are still happening and I'm mm-hmm. fine. I don't know. It's just kind of like, yeah, that's yeah. OK. I don't know. Yeah. You might, you might want to try it. All right. All right. Let's try to a cloud fear. Shit. <laughs> uh, and then another thing you do is practice thinking like a rational scientist. <laughs> so evaluate the data, know the odds of different outcomes, bet on the more likely outcome, but be aware that nothing is certain. This will help foster an internal rational perspective on your circumstances and ex- an acceptance of life's uncertainties. Yeah. Right. I think, uh, mm. do you guys know Mean World's uh, Syndrome? No. Mean world? Mean world syndrome. Uh It's something I read about in college. Um, It is the idea that you are, oh, like something is about to happen to you that will harm you. Like you're always thinking that like the world's after you. Oh, yeah. I get that. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. 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 That's Mm -hmm. me. That's you. That's me too. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. all of us. I mean, yeah. And I think the news really perpetuates that idea Mm -hmm. of like you see one thing about, um, you know, a woman being murdered and whatever. And then you go, that's going to happen to me too. Oh, but yeah. And well, can that happen? Absolutely. But statistically, right. You're you're reading about it because it's in the news and it's a newsworthy thing. Right. Because it does not happen. Right. 
think about all the women not getting murdered exactly us right right now you know just like yeah i i don't watch the news Us right now (laughs) you know what i mean it's like think about everyone not being murdered murdered us right now (laughs) prime example (laughs) totally not getting murdered (laughs) atm (laughs) um Uh, yeah no i don't i don't watch the news anymore at all i get all my news filtered through cam now Oh, okay, I just yeah. uh, it's not productive for me at all yeah uh, talk about filling your mind with just garbage that's gonna make you feel like shit all day yeah. you know I have to feel like I love filling myself with just positive positive stuff constantly all day even yeah. I'm I'm really picky about like movies and TV shows I watch too now me too I'm just fucking over it I'm over yeah. feeling uncomfortable and like shit if I don't have to yeah uh, and then the last one is something that we actually already talked about with uh, scheduling your worrying time oh look at that yeah look at this so schedule your worry time uh schedule a 30 minute period each day using these four steps my therapist recommended 15 minutes or less so you might want to stick to that (laughs) maybe she just did that for you because you can't handle full 30 minutes (laughs) it's like your to-do list is too long yeah um step one identify the things you're worried about step two plan the time and place to think about your worries step three if you catch yourself worrying outside of the designated time make a point to think of something else uh or for me what i do is i just remind myself that i have my appointment at 3 p.m to worry Mm -hmm. uh step four use your worry time productively by thinking of solutions to the worries which i do do that do do yeah yeah Yeah. i do do that yeah so that's what i do i i sit and i think about okay what am i worried about okay great so if this x y and z happens what would i do okay i do that okay what's the next worry okay Mm -hmm. all right i know i would be okay i would just do this you know so i just go through it like it's um actually if it were to actually happen like like interesting i sit in it okay let's say this is really happening right now yeah what would be my next move yeah gotcha i solve it okay yeah okay yeah yeah obviously the death thing can't really solve that but everything else right. you know god damn it i know it's really <laughs> upsetting even to think i about. know let's not think about it anymore. <laughs> so anyway that's how we do it that's our worrying episode who has segments yeah we do we let's got distract we ourselves segments. Love we also segment. before we get into segments we have an itunes review of the episode um from ems emz82991 uh, it says, I recently discovered this podcast as I was looking for something to help with my anxiety, which has become so overwhelming that it's definitely affecting every relationship in my life and my job. So Aww. sorry. Uh, listening to this podcast has definitely helped me reach out to a new therapist, introduce myself to self-help books, and be more open to the idea of meditation. I'm only on episode 22, but you ladies are killing it. You girls are comedy geniuses. Oh, that is so Aww. nice. Oh, that's so too nice. Doing such good stuff, too. Thank yeah. Thank fantastic. you for your very kind Thank iTunes you. review. Uh, we're going to be sharing one on every episode going forward. So if you have not left us one yet, just take a second. Click that fifth star on iTunes. Leave a nice review. It really keeps us on the charts. It helps a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then another thing we're doing on Instagram right now. So uh, upload a picture to your stories of just something that maybe you heard about on the show or maybe that's something that you're doing that you were inspired by. Self-helpless. This is a perfect example. Started yeah. going to therapy and yeah. other things. Maybe a book that you're reading and tag us in it and we will re- repost you so we want to fill our instagram with like all the positive stuff people are doing uh whether you heard about somebody on the show or whatever um i thought that'd be cool to like see we hear about it in emails so much i would love to like see the visuals of of what people are doing whether it's like you're hiking more or you're doing this or whatever totally Um, it'd be really fun we love reposting stuff on the self-helpless Instagram. I'm running it for the month of September, and we're yeah. gonna each yeah. we're just gonna each rotate each month, and it's been really fun to like 
just get in, get in, get my hands dirty with you guys. Uh, <laughs> interact and have lots of fun. So. Hell yeah. And great. yes, and then another thing we're making, uh, we made a Patreon chain. So check out patreon.com slash selfhelpless for our two tiers. Uh, yeah. Very exciting stuff. And just a shout out to the people who are part of the our top tier for so long. Just a shout out to Joe, Krista, Linda, Lionel, and Milton. Thank you guys so much. Aww. We love you. And now you can get uh, all those rewards for $15 less a month with Yay. our new tier. So You're very sweet. You're Thanks the best. Being such great mm-hmm. helpsters. Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we do some segments? Let's mm-hmm. do it. What you got? I have a defuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's hear about it. But you guys saw in my stories, oh. and some of you listeners might have seen in my stories. So um, this was a few nights ago now. I had a show at a distillery in El Segundo. And just to set the scene, this was like a fairly small room, and um, their lighting situation was like all the lights were off, and they just had one very bright spotlight um, kind of like when somebody's like an inmate is escaping prison and they're like trying to find them and it's just a really bright, yeah, a really bright spotlight. So that's anyway, I'm just setting the story up. That's what it was like in the room. Um, we performed. Kane was there. Uh, it was a fun show. And then afterward, I was standing with Kane and a group of other comics and this woman who seemed like she was maybe in her 70s. She took me by the hand okay. and was like, I need to speak to you. And she pulled <laughs> me aside. And um, it's funny because we had just been saying, like, ah, I feel kind of weird talking about the open relationship stuff on stage because I feel like some couples are getting uncomfortable. i trying to find a way to, to talk about this. And right after we were saying that, this old woman comes up. So oh. I kind of shoot, I kind of shoot the comics to look like, oh, she's going to tell me that, like, it's, I'm a sinner or something yeah. unsavory. Anyway. <laughs> So she pulls me aside and she goes, so I was a photographic stylist for 20 years. And at this point, my, my mood changes and I think, oh, I think she's about to like pay me a compliment or say something nice about like my makeup or my outfit. And uh, then she goes, when I was watching your comedy, your face was so oily and so shiny that it distracted me from your jokes and when I was watching you up there, that spotlight hitting you, it was just like three big white rectangles on your forehead and your cheeks. And you really, you need to wear powder before you go on stage because oh you are too oily not to. Oh, this is... <laughs> and I just... I've heard this story <laughs> and I'm still so mad. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, what did you say? What did you say back? I, I mean, I was kind of paralyzed. I couldn't it was one of those things where it's so rude that it's funny yeah like in the moment yeah. Yeah. you're like oh my god you are fucking crazy like I cannot believe you think it's okay to just say that to people so yeah. I just I kind of laughed to myself and I was like okay and then I <laughs> turned away and she left and I went back to I had to go back to the comics who were like what'd you say and I just was like she just like told me I'm gross. <laughs> she just made me feel so badly about how I look and my oh. skin type. Also, you know, the thing I am speaking of worrying what people think of me, all this stuff, the thing I am physically most self-conscious is my skin. Like including, you know, that includes my moles. I talked about that I'm having them removed soon. But um 
my skin, like I have struggled with acne for so long, for so, so long. And I do have an oily skin type, which makes me more acne prone. Mm -hmm. Um, And like when I go on stage, I don't want to have to worry about that, like and think about, oh, do I need to powder up? Before I get up, up. you know, it's like I'm just trying to do my job and tell my jokes. Mm -hmm. And um, it's I like was able to laugh about it with the comics there and Kane while we were at the venue. But as soon as we got in the car, it was like, you know, kind of like going through the stages of really processing it. And then I got like mad. I was pretty upset. I was my feelings were hurt. And then by the next day, I was able to like, okay, maybe I should talk about this on my Instagram stories, try and make light of it. But I, you know, it hurt my feelings. Yeah. It's not fun yeah. to like feel self like I already I know I'm oily. I know my skin is oily. Well, it's like to... keep it to yourself, bitch. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> like, did she think she was like doing helping? you a favor, like telling you oh, something? Oh, absolutely. So it came from like, oh, honey, I gotta tell you, like that kind of thing. Absolutely, it's that generation of women. My mom did the same shit to me growing up, where she'd be like, "You're that's your mom, though." Oh well, this I'm, is some lady. I know. It, I mean, it is another level where, like, this is yeah. an actual stranger. But like, yeah. you know, my mom. I've shared this story. About my mom telling me that, like, oh, you're um, you have a mustache, and it's it's blonde, but you know, your hair does hang over your lip, and so you need to start narrowing. I was like right. twelve. Like, I was yeah. too. You know what I mean? You're just like you don't want to be worried about that. But I think that generation is very concerned about like. I think how you look and presenting yourself, mm-hmm. especially if you're going to go be a performer on stage. I'm sure there are a lot of people who see if, if maybe we go on stage looking more casual, like dressed down that they're like, oh, well, you know, that's just not yeah. the way it should be. I get that vibe sometimes from older people. Yeah. yeah. But huh. um, where's your zoot suit? Yeah. <laughs> your zoot suit. <laughs> what the fuck is a zoot suit? Zoot suit, right. Look it up. It's a zoot suit. I'm gonna be Google imaging suit yeah. suit all night. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> anyway, that was my defuck. Where it's just yeah. like, Ugh. oh, and then so I post that in my stories, and then I posted a picture right after that in my actual feed, like making a joke about like you should go see what I just talked about in my stories, and some guy commented on that photo, being like, "You always have a pimple on your lip." <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I get yeah. out. Not. <laughs> I cannot oh. deal. Yeah. It's like inception of insults. Like they <laughs> mm-hmm. just keep going. They mm-hmm. don't stop. Oh my gosh. So many layers of of rude. Dude. And it's gonna get worse and worse the yeah. more like famous you guys get too. And that's like and I that's why it's like I thought, you know, when I stopped stand up, I was like you know, that definitely feels like a breakup, but I'm so glad I don't have to deal with this because this is a very real thing that unfortunately comes with comes with this. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I'm safe from this. This is oh, fantastic. Yeah. But then it's like, no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Anything I do is going to get criticized. It's going to be in a different way. Or now right. it's like, you know, the podcast is still out there. And it's like, I thought that I'm like, oh my God, I get to shut myself off from this now. This is a great perk. No, yeah. it's all, it's going to be anytime that you do anything and you put yourself out there is you're going to, you're gonna freaking come across people like this yeah so yeah. you know fucking just gotta darlene filter that shit yeah as much as you can yeah it, it wasn't painful face to face anymore huh at least you don't have to do it like face i know oh totally that's totally better, right? yeah yeah no yeah i don't really do face to face anymore now it's just like instagram messages yeah. or um i mean i'm sure i'll get some face to face stuff at some point right but, yeah um yeah no but not right I, now 
that's I, I feel yeah. for you guys dude yeah. i was bamboozled i mean like I that just was not okay it was not okay i did not expect it she seemed like a sweet old lady yeah and she gestured you aside like <laughs> she pulled me like, away from my like pennywise to the sewer yes! she lured uh, me your arm off she lured me yeah, yeah it was uh mm. it was just as painful as a stranger saying something on you know yeah. youtube or reddit yeah if not yeah. more it's like right to your face yeah like, yeah wow yeah and it's your nana yeah. you know it's like <laughs> yeah. this should not be coming from you yeah. you should be a safe space <laughs> you're supposed to fucking bring me cookies <gasps> oh um, man anyway so um, yeah i don't know who that woman was but i uh I feel badly for the people in her life. (laughs) If she felt comfortable saying that to a stranger, I don't know what she's saying to her (laughs) her her friends and loved ones, but that was my defuck. (laughs) Yeah. Delaney, do you have... I have a quick segment. uh, Go for it. If you... But you can go. I can save it if you, you want. You can go for your segment. I, mean, I got a couple quickies, too. But okay. you go. Uh, my defuck is that this week my mom tried to set me up with a, a dude that handles her car at Mercedes. What? And uh, <laughs> she's so funny. She calls me and she goes, okay, Tay, this is me speaking as your mother. And I was like, all right. And she goes, so there's this really cool guy. And he's great. And all these things. And I guess he's been taking care of her car for a few years. He's like my age. He's not like some, whatever. And she's just like, Taylor, I just think he's cool. And you know, I never do that. I would never waste your time with anybody who I didn't think was cool. And I was, she's like, so what do you think? Would you go out? And I was like, I'll get coffee with him if you want me to, mom. Like, I don't, it's whatever. Like, I don't know when I'm going to be in town. She's like, She's like, okay, but just, she's like, I'll invite him over to the house and then I can introduce you guys. And I was like, oh this is not, God. I was like, if you would like to give him my phone number, cause he's not gonna, I get handed people's phone numbers all the time from moms and shit, you know, and they're like, yeah, you yeah. should meet my son. It's oh like, I will God. never meet your son. Yeah. Even if he is the coolest guy ever, your right. son could be Obama. And I'd be like, <laughs> this is not going to be how our story starts. And I said, I said, why don't you just give him my number the next time you see him yeah. and she's like i'm here now and so she gives him my number oh my gosh and the rest of the day she's like every hour she's like did he call you did he call you did he call you <laughs> and i was like i'll let you know if he does okay and i'm like i just i had to watch my poor mom like realize that this guy had essentially played her where oh. he was she was probably like i have a great daughter and he was probably like yeah sure why not and then she was like of course he means it and i'm like oh you can't yeah. just hand someone a phone number oh my real gosh. push at their job right what that's not good customer service to be like mm, i don't really do that like i can yeah. find my own broads and it's like <laughs> also i was like you think i'm gonna date someone who lives in temecula <laughs> you think i'm gonna date Strike somebody one. yeah who just lives there and just war- ew and also i'm I'm sorry i just if you're in your 20s and you live in temecula get out and like also i'm like she's like he works six days a week he has sundays off i was like guess who's not available on sundays like no that's right. that would never work and she's just like she's she called me again today to apologize she's oh like so embarrassed God. she like tried to set me up and it didn't go anywhere i was like you're the only one upset about this. Like, <laughs> truly. I was like, it's fine. There was some, there were like a bunch of people who uh, Instagrammed me about some friend of theirs. Yeah. Like, over the weekend, I did, I'm trying to do like those question and answers every Sunday. 
and there were there's this girl that wanted me to date her brother who's like a park ranger and just like kept hounding me and she's done it before and i just ignored it and this week i was like are what why are you doing this and then all these other people came out of the woodwork like i'm friends with him you actually would he was actually pretty cute but like i would never <laughs> do that i would never hit somebody up on instagram like hey a bunch of your acquaintances <laughs> He messaged me and was like, you really, he's like, my friends really got a kick out of that, like, that you answered. Thanks for doing that. We're just, I'm sorry they bothered you. And I'm just like, no, they're nice people. Like, oh, my uh, God. But I'm just like, why would anybody ever do that? Yeah. In a million years. <laughs> anyway, so I feel bad for her that she got, uh, she got ghosted. Yeah. Oh. She got the set ghosted she did. through you. She, got, yeah. she literally, she called his work back what and left my number no. on the voicemail no. to make sure she didn't give him the wrong one i was oh, like he's just, he's just not that into you oh god oh, it's no. okay oh, oh no oh my gosh i hope though that like like wait she gave him your number or like a card or something i think she i don't know if she wrote it down she said oh no she said she just told it to him Oh, that's so funny. And that maybe he wrote Dude, it. Dude, this yeah. is going to be a hilarious story one day if he ever realizes that it was Taylor Tomlinson that oh he got oh, referred yes. to. Because like when you're freaking, you're, you're freaking big time right? famous, he's yeah. like, shit! Uh, <laughs> I should have called that number that that woman uh, told she me. She would have been my ticket out of Temecula. <laughs> god damn it. Oh god, that's so funny, uh, dude. Oh man, I yeah, love it. Crack me up. Man, you got people in all kinds of places trying to set you up. I mean, just really that one. People yeah. Really, well, no, that's not true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Did, have you said on the actual show yet that you are... Did I, didn't I say that Kyle and I, I broke up? Patreon, that was on Patreon, I think. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. I thought we did it on a normal one. All right. Well, uh, my defuck. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kyle and I broke up a couple weeks ago. And uh, I mean, if you're on the Patreon, you definitely know. But like the last like two and a half months were like really horrible. And, uh, you know, Reader's Digest version, it is for the best. And, you know, it just is what it is. And shit happens you guys shit happens and it you know whatever some people are not compatible or it's not the right time or it's not just just not the right thing and uh life throws shit at you and luckily i am 25 and thriving and you're like flubber baby (laughs) thank you i am you are flubber um and now i just get to uh use this crystal michelle gave us to not fall back into old habits (laughs) so yeah good news single helpsters you got someone in your corner now Taylor is single, just hot and single, ready hot to and ready single. to meet you at the car dealership. <laughs> like hot, a- single, emotionally unavailable. Get at me. Get at me. I will make you get tested and then not sleep with you. That is where I am Hard at. <laughs> oh, just a bundle of fun. All yeah. right. Well, I mean, my defuck is not going to, I just feel You're like, sometimes up. I feel like my defucks have to follow that defuck a couple <laughs> times and it's just never going to, uh, never going to equal it. Anyway, so my defuck slash good shit that I think is so funny is that my dad is new to Instagram and he does oh. not, he does <gasps> not do social media <laughs> and he comments on every single post on my personal Instagram <laughs> and the self-helpless Instagram and my dad gets confused that was the self-helpless instagram is not my personal instagram so sometimes he'll comment like it's it's my personal great quote delaney and it's and it's from self-helpless oh i know oh i know 
as the person running the self-helpless Instagram this month, boy, do I know. Have I gotten real close with Papa Fisher? He's got, he's got a lot to say. My God. I asked for book recommendations and her dad said something like, my friends are not really loving you guys read off some baseball stats. <laughs> like, like, what? Some baseball stats? My dad is so, he is the funniest troll ever because he doesn't know what trolling means or oh. what it is. And so he is just engaging with all the instagram opportunities that are now at his fingertips oh my god um, his, his instagram algor- algorithm has to be like through the roof because <laughs> they're just like this guy's activity is non-stop he is talking to everybody yeah. every post is a comment and a like oh my lord dude it's so funny i seriously you guys cannot miss it if you're on the self-helpless instagram yeah. he's usually <laughs> the first comment on my personal stuff and self-helpless it it is it cracks me up dude and then he will call me and talk to me about the comments, about comments. That he's like, you see this one so Julia, i wasn't sure if i should have posted this but i did and then i deleted it quickly and oh i did god. this and said oh he my god so clearly your dad like <laughs> undeniable that he that you came from his seat <laughs> Because it's just like dad joke vibe and like yes. kind of like a little inappropriate. Yep. And it's just like so exactly your dad. Oh, my God. You guys, I seriously want to do like an, a social experiment on how many followers my dad can get like from the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like if I if I say right now, go follow Ron Fisher and I'm not going to tell him anything. And I just want to oh see my God. If, he just, ah! if he just like thinks his Instagram is blowing up because of all of his hot comments. <laughs> You guys, this would be so funny. It's Ron, Ron underscore Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R underscore 25. Seriously, so please. He's got eight followers right now. He has eight? He has eight How followers. many is he following? He follows 16. Oh, boy. That's I feel 50-50. like we're honored to even yeah. be one of the 16. That's yeah. a great statistic right Dude, there. Yeah. So seriously, I am going to. So now we have eight in our mind. The next time we record, I want to know how many help serves followed him for this joke. You could totally unfollow him like the day after. But my God, that <laughs> wow. would be so funny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, geez. Uh, so we've, that's my moment. Yeah. We, we've said a lot good. of things today. We yeah, we've really a said a lot of things. <laughs> so many things. And I, I'll get more into it uh, on a different episode. But my dad is now vegan. <gasps> Amazing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. My dad, who is my dad. I mean, yeah. you guys. You out here turning people. I mean, you seriously, are. this is the daddiest dad guy that you could meet. <laughs> uh, you know, burgers, cheeseburgers, and all the things. Yeah. Um, my stepmom uh, asked if he would watch Earthlings with her, and he did. And he went. He went vegan over the course of several weeks after, but yeah. that's what that's what did it for him. I guess wow, I was shocked. For him. I, I'll cool. have to get into it a little bit more in depth, but I was super shocked by it. Wow. Um, so yeah, you're, that's why you're going to see some weird vegan posts on his thing now too. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ron Fisher. That. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, let's plug some dates. All right. Uh, this comes out Monday, September 23rd. I'm going to be headlining the Comedy Underground in Seattle this whole weekend i know we've got a lot of helpsters in the seattle tacoma area so come out to those uh i'll be there the 26th through the 29th i've got kane with me it's gonna be lots of fun um i will also be headlining the uh comedy works 
Club in Denver, October 13th through the 17th. And there's just a bunch of like universities. I'll be in New York for a weekend. Just go to KelseyCook.com and get some uh, get some tickets. Nice. Go to ttomcomedy.com for tour dates. I'm in Tempe the 12th through the 14th of October. And then after that, I believe um, I am at uh, Helium in St. Louis. I've got a bunch of dates leading up to what is really important, which is uh, November 10th, two shows, 5.30 and 8 at the Aladdin Theater in Portland, Oregon. That is my Netflix special tapings. So please come to that. And if you're not there... Get there. Uh, fly there. No, I'm kidding. Uh, if you have friends or family or you know people, please uh, send them clips of me and tell them to go. Um, only if they like it, though. If they're not into it, just tell them to stay home. Because uh, I'm very nervous about it and I want it to be good. So uh, tickets are on sale for that right now. Amazing. Yay. And then I just want to give a shout out to one of my Doing It With Delaney clients. Uh, shout out to Brittany. She is an incredible digital artist and writer. You have to follow her on Instagram. It's just like beautiful images with like it's like deep and amazing and it makes you feel good you have to go check her stuff out so follow her at b-r-i-t-t-n-e-y-e-a-r-n-s-h-a-w on instagram uh you will not be disappointed yay all right we love you guys thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll talk to you next week yeah Bye. bye You guys, we love you so much. Thank you for supporting Self Helpless. You can follow us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook at Self Helpless Podcast. And you can visit selfhelplesspodcast.com for all things Self Helpless. Learn about Patreon and how to sign up. Our merch is there. Information about our Facebook group and how to join. All the episodes you can listen to are on there. A little bit about the show. Our individual sites are linked there. And our contact information, email, and P.O. box if you want to send us some love letters. And you can follow us individually as well. I am at Delaney Fisher on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and DelaneyFisher.com, where you can watch my docu-comedy special, Love at First Cousin, for free. And then DicksByDelaney.com if you want to buy some dick mugs. Sweet. I'm at Kelsey Cook Comedy on Instagram, at Kelsey Cook on Twitter, KelseyCook.com for all tour dates and merch. And my album, Savor It, is still available to buy on iTunes. And you can watch Wrists of Fury, my foosball web series that has an episode of Taylor and Delaney uh, on the All Things Comedy YouTube channel. I am at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram and ttomcomedy.com for my Netflix special and all live tour dates. Sweet. We yeah. love you guys. So much. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>